0: Welcome back to Teaching 101, Bellevue's resource for training teachers and potential teachers. We are starting these last two lessons. These are section number three, entitled The Presentation. This is lesson nine, Practice and Presentation. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 15 through 18. We talked about these a few lessons ago, but I want to reread them and remind us of something. It says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed. Accurately handling the word of truth, but avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Jimenez and Philetus, men who have gone astray from the truth that the resurrection has already taken place, and they upset the faith of some. What does he say here? He says, Be diligent to present yourselves, be diligent. You're to work through it. You're to process through it. It takes time. It takes work so that when we get to the end, we don't lead anybody astray. One of my biggest prayers in my personal life, this is not me as a teacher. This is just me as a believer. One of my biggest prayers is, Lord, I pray you'll keep me from doing anything that helps somebody else justify sin in their lives. I pray you'll Help keep me from doing anything that helps other people justify sin in their own lives. So, in other words, Lord, keep me from sin, but help me even with things that I say, I do, I think, Lord, I don't want it to help anybody else continue on in the pattern of sin they have. Notice what happens with these two guys at the end of this passage. They speak some heretical things and they lead people astray and they upset the faith of some. I don't want to be a part of that. So, we have to be diligent in how we prepare everything, but also how we present it. And I want to give you a couple things that will help in that process. I've heard Brother Steve say this and some other pastors, so I'm not for sure who originally said it, but it's an incredible quote. And here's what it says. Think yourself empty. Read yourself full. Write yourself clear. Pray yourself hot. And set yourself loose. I'm going to read it to you one more time. Think yourself empty. Read yourself full, write yourself clear, pray yourself hot, and set yourself loose. The first time I heard Brother Steve say that, I thought, wow, that's a great quote. It's encouraging to me. I want to empty myself of me. I want to fill myself with the Lord. I want to write. I want to spend time reading. I want to spend time writing to clear all that. Then I'm going to pray that the Lord will do a work in me and then I'm going to pray that the Lord will just set me loose to teach and preach the word. So let me give you a couple things. Number 1, practice your lesson. You say, "Are you serious?" I know a guy that has a website for preachers and on this website he places sermons from a bunch of other preachers. And a couple years ago, I met this guy at a conference and I asked him about his website. He said, "Derek, it's very interesting." He said, "I provide these sermons for the working preacher, a guy that maybe he is bivocational. He works 40, 50 hours a week driving a truck, and then he pastors a small church on Sundays, and he doesn't have the time to prepare a lesson all week. And he said, but here's what's interesting. He said, I only get three or 400 visits on my website Monday through Friday. He said, on Saturday after lunch, I get thousands and thousands and thousands of hits. He said he's gotten like 15,000 hits on Saturday afternoon. What that tells him is that a lot of people are not preparing their messages or lessons till Saturday afternoon or evening, and they're going to be prepared to preach the next morning or teach the next morning. What I would encourage you to do is start your process way before that. Start that process weeks in advance or at least on Monday. If you're going to teach or preach on Sunday, you need to be preparing on Monday. You need to be praying. You need to be reading. You need to be preparing. And hopefully by Thursday or Friday, you've got your outline and you've got kind of the nuts and bolts of the lesson So that on Friday or Saturday, you can read through, you can pray through, you can practice through your lesson. And so I would encourage you to practice your lesson. When you practice, time yourself. Walk through the whole lesson and time how long it takes. Speak out loud when you're practicing. It's one of the things that I've started doing, speaking out loud, because sometimes in your head it sounds good, but then when you say it out loud, you thought, huh, that didn't make as much sense as I thought it did. And so oftentimes when I speak out loud, I'll just take something completely out of my notes or I'll tweak it to say it exactly how I believe the Lord wants me to say it. So speak out loud and then make notes as you go. As you're walking through and you're practicing that lesson, make notes. This would be a great place for a different illustration. This would be a great place to ask a question. This would be a great place to pause. You know what? After I said that out loud, it didn't make sense. I want to scratch that. So take notes in your lesson as you go. So that's practice your lesson. Number two, polish your lesson. Sometime on Friday or Saturday, once you've practiced it, you need to polish it up. Cut out any unnecessary parts. Sometimes I've given too many illustrations. Sometimes I've given just too much explanation. You say, can you give too much explanation? Well, if you take a long, long time to give the explanation and you don't have time to give any application, then yes, there's too much explanation there. And so sometimes you need to cut some things out. A second thing is bold phrases that are important. If there's something you really want to say, no matter what, I don't want to forget this. I know the Lord wants me to say this. Bold that in your notes so that it'll stick out on the page and you'll be able to remember that well. And then add anything you missed. If there's something specific that you say, I know God wants me to say this, but I didn't get it in there, add that in. So polish your lesson. Number three, prepare your heart. I cannot say this enough. We need to prepare our hearts. It is more important that we spend time praying and praying and praying than we do practicing and preparing our lesson I heard Miss Donna say this one time, she said, the work of the Christian is prayer. That's what we're called to do. We're called to pray. So you need to prepare your heart. Wake up the morning of and read the Word of God. Wake up and read the Word. On Sunday morning, wake up and read your Bible before you go. Don't read the text. Don't read your lesson. You've already practiced. You've already polished it. You've already prepared. You read in your quiet time. Read wherever you're at in God's Word and let God minister to your heart and then pray. Pray and get your heart right. Don't be thinking about the pot roast. Don't be thinking about Piccadilly. Don't be thinking about swimming this afternoon. Don't be thinking about your week. Prepare your heart to deliver the message God has given you. And then clear your mind of all other things. Get rid of everything else and say, Lord, I'm about to go to your house. I'm going to worship, but Lord, I'm also going to teach. So clear my mind of everything else. And just get your heart right with the Lord. And lastly, present your lesson. Okay, you've made it this far. You've done all the work. You have looked at the commentaries. You have found the central idea of the text. You have developed an outline. You have explained and illustrated and applied. You have gotten all of this stuff. You've practiced your lesson. You've put the notes in there. You've polished it. You've prepared your heart, and now it's time to present. And we're going to talk more about this in lesson number 10. But when you present your lesson, be in a posture of humility. I cannot tell you how often I've sat and listened to somebody and I think I think it would be a great lesson, but I can't get past the arrogancy of their posture and the arrogancy of their words. I've even seen preachers that I just thought, my goodness, they need to be taken down a notch. You and I are nobody. God doesn't have to use us. He chooses to. The most humbling thing to me is that God came to earth, he died on a cross for me, and he saved me, and if he never did another thing, that's already too much but then he called me to be able to share the word of God with other people. That is so humbling. And so make sure that your posture when you get before people to teach the word is from a posture of humility. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. And so make sure when you do it, you deliver it with a posture of humility. Pray when you present your lesson. Pray at the beginning of your lesson. I would say this, bookend your lesson with prayer. Start your lesson with prayer. End your lesson with prayer. There's power in prayer and there's power in the Word of God. So pray at the beginning of your lesson. And then number three, speak what God has laid on your heart. Speak what God has laid on your heart. And I've done this many times. I've got to the end of a lesson, completely done, and I thought, you know what, I didn't even talk about so-and-so. The Holy Spirit will guide you. And sometimes He will completely remove stuff out of your vocabulary, and He will only allow you to deliver what He wants you to deliver if you're walking in the Spirit. So I want to encourage you with everything I have. Practice your lesson. Polish your lesson, prepare your heart, and then present your lesson and leave the results to the Lord.